from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Lee Nettie in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. We're streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me today, friends. We've got a great show in store for you for this Thursday, March 5th. Uh, Deacon Randy Keel coming up here very soon to get us prepared for the first and or second reading for this Sunday's Gospel at uh, 7.40 today, excuse me, 7.25 today, Chris Magruder, co-host of Catholic Women Now, is going to come on to give us a preview of her 9 o'clock show. Drew Davis is going to be coming in for the Maroon Moment at 7.40 today, and at 7.45, Kendra Von Esch is going to be on. She's a speaker, radio host, podcaster, vlogger, author. She's got a lot of stuff going on, but we're going to talk about forgiveness today. I think Lent is the perfect time for you and I to forgive the person in our life that has hurt us the most. So we're going to talk all about forgiveness today and why it is so fundamental to the Christian life. Uh, Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. Weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Sella. We'll have your same of the day coming up in the second half hour as well. Let's get right to it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God as we pray. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. How you doing on this Wednesday morning? Or was it Thursday? It's Thursday. I lost a day Thursday yesterday. Thursday morning. No, that's okay. That's okay. I, uh, I, I feel like that as well today. I'm in Silvis, Illinois. So. Oh, you're back into our time zone, are you? That's nice. I'm back in the time zone, yes. That's always nice. <laughs> Until you get out of the time zone. Of course, this weekend we lose an hour. Uh, spring forward, so got to remember that. But uh, Silvis, Illinois. Talk about that community a little bit. What's going on there? Yeah, it's nice. It's uh, just right. You know, flew into Moline, so it's about a ten-minute drive. Staying in East Moline, so Quad Cities up here. But uh, this is a return trip. So these last two have been uh, a return trip. I was here last year. A great community of people. So and a great priest as well. He, he really loves his people, and just had a lot of fun. Brought out about three hundred people last night, and uh, we'll just we'll have at it again tonight. All right, my friend. That sounds great. No doubt. Uh, and you will do what for entertainment today besides write a book? <laughs> that's, that's what I'm doing, actually. That's exactly what I'm doing. I'm writing my next book right now. Uh, right from the time we <laughs> hang up the phone until about 4.30 today is what I'll be doing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I'll let you get your thoughts. Hopefully that will all work out for you. I appreciate it. All right, right now from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, uh, we have cloudy skies, 43 degrees, a northwest wind at 10 miles per hour. Boy, it's going to be windy today. We are under a high fire danger warning, uh, southern Iowa, basically south of Interstate 80, due to the high winds from noon to 6 today, and then 
a wind advisory from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. today. Uh, we're going to have Wednesday increasing clouds throughout the day. Gusty winds, a high of 51 degrees. Northwest winds, 25 to 35 miles per hour sustained, and gusts over 55 miles per hour. So be mindful out there, folks, if you're traveling tonight and outdoors. And tonight, mostly cloudy, windy, an overnight low of 28 degrees. And then tomorrow, mostly sunny, less winds, a high of 50 degrees. The weekend looking pretty good, uh, partly cloudy both Saturday and Sunday. Highs in the upper 60s. It'll be warm, and the winds will be with it, warm and breezy. Well, in the news on this uh, Thursday morning, well, state officials are asking Iowans who've been in areas where the coronavirus has spread to self-isolate for 14 days. Uh, Dr. Caitlin Padati, the state medical director, says that that means avoiding close personal contact with other people. Uh, Dr. Padati says staying home from work and not attending large gatherings or group events. Now, this is advice for Iowans who've recently been in China, Hong Kong, Iran, Italy, Japan, and South Korea. Now, self-isolation is defined as uh, trying to stay at least six feet away from other people. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Last night, AHL Hockey, uh, San Jose defeated the Iowa Wild 5-1 to last night in San Jose, California. And last night in NBA G League Basketball, the Iowa Wolves defeated Northern Arizona by the score of 138-131. to And tonight in men's college basketball, the first round of the men's uh, Missouri Valley Conference Tournament down in St. Louis, Drake will be taking on Illinois State. That will get underway in their first round coverage at 6 o'clock tonight and today's or today's uh, state uh, basketball uh, girl state basketball tournament continues with area teams that underway this morning uh, Iowa City City High takes on Johnston at 10 o'clock this morning that'll be followed by Waukee and Waterloo West or West Waterloo at 11:45 those are the 5A semifinals and then right after that class 3A has their semifinals North Polk of Allman taking on uh, Dyke New Hartford that'll be the 1:30 game Today, there's no Dowling Catholic Varsity Sports or Activity Schedule. Our next high school basketball broadcast is next Wednesday, uh, March 11th, in the Boys State Basketball Tournament. First-round coverage will have Dowling taking on Cedar Falls pregame at noon and tip-off at 12.15 from Wells Fargo Arena. Join Mike Swain and I for the call on next Wednesday here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Once again, at the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently it's 43 degrees, cloudy skies, a northwest wind at 10 miles per hour, and today we'll see increasing clouds, gusty winds throughout the day, a high of 51 degrees. We're under a wind advisory until 6 o'clock tonight, as we'll see gusts up to 55 miles per hour throughout the day. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Thursday morning. John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson. He has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Hamadale. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Starting off accident-free this morning, and we are running about seven minutes ahead from the West Mixer to downtown on 235. Seven minutes from the East Mixer into downtown. Thanks to Builder Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Kent has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to Deacon Randy Keel right now. Hello, Deacon. So glad for you to come to me and glad to join you this morning. Good morning to you. We're going to be talking about Genesis or Second Timothy this morning. 
We're, we're going to be in Genesis this morning because... We're going to stay in Genesis is what we're going to do, because we talked about Genesis last week. I know. I, I just, I thought for sure I'd be in First Timothy, and I, I just, as I dug deep into some information, it's like, man, I've got to share this with the folks, you know, that sense of the foundation of our Gospels back here, John. That's it. In, That's in the it. First, so we're going to start at Genesis 12, verses 1 through 4. And Genesis, it's fascinating. It, it splits at the end of chapter 11. Chapters 1 through 11, we sort of have the beginning of the story of humankind and history, but it's been pretty dismal at this point in some ways. We have the fall of man, the murder of Abel from Cain and Abel, the wickedness of the flood and Noah's nakedness, and the cursing of Canaan. And then we get to chapter 11, and we have the story of the Tower of Babel. And that's where I want to pick up for a second. All these people were building this tower so as to make a great name for themselves, and they came out confused. God made them confused and not able to understand one another. And bam, beginning of chapter 12, God said, now I'm going to set the world straight. I'm going to begin all over with this whole with this family, family that will shock the world, a family that is barren, Abraham and Sarai, who is later known as Abraham and Sarah, a barren couple, and I'm going to build the future of the generations of the world off this barren couple right now. Watch my handiwork at work. And so he gives them three promises. He sets them off. They have to travel over a thousand miles from their homeland. And he's, he's in his mid-70s. Now, I'm glad I'm not quite that age yet, but over a thousand miles, and that's, that's not in a, you know, and that's not a Chevy. These are by camel. Over a thousand miles they had to travel in order to be obedient to the Father. And when we think of what God asked them to do, leave your homeland, leave your relatives, and leave your father's domain. In that era, John, that would be unheard of because they stayed together as sort of uh, their community, right? As we would just now say their community all their sense of safety was stripped, and he had to depend upon God the Father alone. And he said, and I will give you a new name. And, and all indeed this, he does. All this, all this Tower of Babel stuff over here is gone. I will give you a new name. And for those, as I bless you, those who bless you will be blessed. Tingles here. We have the beginning of the foreshadowing once again of the future of St. Peter being given the keys of the kingdom by Christ himself, for those whom you release, you will release, and those whom you, that will be cursed, will be cursed. We have the foreshadowing of the beginning of holy orders and apostolic succession right here in our foreground, right back here in the beginning of Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 through 4. Yeah, and this is a uh, this is a short one this week, friends. And he says, as uh, Deacon Randy says, the Lord said to Abram, "Go forth from the land of your kinsfolk and from your father's house, a land that I will show you. I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you." This is the pattern that God uses over and over again. Deacon Randy is it's not about us; it's not our way; it's His way. We have to follow Him, and that's the hard yeah. part, I think. <laughs> yeah, we we no no matter how we look to as we look. One of the reasons that we hear priests say, pray for me, pray for me, because they are in a position of following. They're not a position of leading a parish. They're necessarily, they are in the position of following. And they, even as we 
heard our, our bishop be ordained in, right in front of many of us. Please pray for me, because he's subject to also following the Father. And we as deacons, the servants, we are servants unto those who are following. So you, John, you are following that one who is following, and I am here to serve you, which is why I join you on the radio on Thursday mornings, to serve you with an insight and hopefully an inspirational message of one of the readings coming up that we're privileged to be able to listen to on weekends and on Sundays and every day if we choose so that we can more effectively and more deeply follow our Savior. Yeah, and, and we get ourselves into trouble when we kind of reorder ourselves away from God. We reorder ourselves to ourselves or to the uh, worldly things that maybe are on our mind on a regular basis instead. And, and all that does is make us miserable. And this is what God continually, again, the pattern that God continually calls us back to is to reorder ourselves amidst the chaos, yes. amidst the messiness, back to Him. And you know, he does this with Abraham, he does this over and over with Moses, I mean, he does this with all the prophets in the Old Testament to be able to show us what that can actually look like. And then, of course, Jesus comes, you know, uh, born of a woman, and walks this planet and reorders the apostle's life. Come after me. And, uh, you know, it, it's not going to be easy. He's harsh with it, too, I, I think is interesting. Jesus, there's no compromising with him here on it. Yeah, and this is just kind of referencing... When we are out of order, we can see just prior to this, that's where the sense of Babel comes from, from the Tower of Babel. And so we, that's kind of where we get the colloquialism to be babbling. But we're, we've never been a church of the culture. And even though that voice kind of hearkens to us quite continually, be a church of the culture, we can see here that God's work back in this time was contrary to the culture of the people. And that's why I pointed out at the beginning, at verse at chapter 12, he's changing it right there. We've gone from these 11 verses of how man has efforted toward God, but in his own efforts, constantly fails. He says, now, follow me. Here we go. Yeah. Just follow me here, and I'll set it aright. Genesis 12, uh, verses 1 through 4. That's your first reading for this Sunday, friends. So I hope you uh, were able to pay attention to Deacon Randy Keels. He always brings it. Deacon Randy, would you give us your blessing? I pray for the blessing of the mighty God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, to be with us all as we follow you in the Holy Spirit as our Savior into the day that you give us. Thank you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Deacon Randy Keel. Have a good week, Deacon. Thank you, John. Rest. Week. All right, friends. Yes, indeed. I, I can't believe I'm telling you this, but we have found a cure for the coronavirus. Uh, yeah, it, it happens in God, of course, not an actual medical cure yet. I'm sure that'll come later, but uh, prayers. The two incredible saints who miraculously defeated the plague. Uh, we're going to talk about that coming up right after this. Yes, they were dealing with different plagues and different worries. These two saints battled it, and they cured it. And only God can. So we'll uh, we'll talk about that right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee Nighting in the morning right here on this Thursday, March 5th. And a big thanks to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. One of the things that I love about most of the people who support us here at Iowa Catholic Radio is they, they just love their Catholic faith. And yes, they love their Iowa Catholic Radio. The Pew family is absolutely no different. Five Sons Nature Escapes Landscape and Design. They've been listeners for a long time to this show and Iowa Catholic Radio in general. And they've served many different families all across central Iowa for a long time with outdoor landscaping and design. 493-1060. Five Sons Nature Escapes.com. That's Five Sons Nature Escapes.com.
Blessment International for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at BlessmanInternational.org. That's BlessmanInternational.org. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo. And I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools. And 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Hi, this is Father Larry Richards of EWTN Open Line Thursday, and we just want to encourage you to help us. We really need you to bring people to Jesus Christ. Think about it. What have we done to bring people to Christ? We need you and we need your help because Jesus tells you, go and make disciples of all nations. You can do that by helping us. God bless you. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Thanks for coming back with me, friends. John Lee Eddie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today, live outside of the Mercy One studio here in Silvis, Illinois. Second evening of the parish mission happening tonight. This is one of those Wednesday, Thursday, Friday missions. It's a rarity. Uh, and I said to uh, the priest here, I said, I, I got to come back. Uh, he invited me, and I said, I'll, I'll, I'll do the Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, just because of the great community that's here. I've really uh, enjoyed spending time with this priest. So thank you for your prayers. I always appreciate it. I can feel them. And I know many of you have told me personally that you do pray for me, and I I just can't thank you enough. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed, friends, but there's some panic out there right now happening with the coronavirus. Um, I'm not worried about it, uh, really, at all. Uh, It's, of course, a a part of the flu. I I think we just need to take the necessary precautions that uh, everyone is taking. Wash your hands, 20 seconds, you know, all the things that they they regularly say uh, that you need to do to make sure to stay healthy. I fly a lot, too. Uh, But I will tell you this. um, uh, There are some saints that I think we can put the workforce here in this. Saints that battle different plagues themselves or uh, different outbreaks, and uh, I think we can can go to them and learn from them. 
say, uh, excuse me, Church Pop the other day put this out there, by the way. Uh, this was a, a couple weeks ago, and I, I thought, well, I'll keep this in the uh, in the archive. I think now would be the perfect time to do it. Two saints that miraculously cured different plagues. And by the way, I'm not saying coronavirus is a plague. Uh, it, it's, you know, it's going to end like all things do, uh, but we want to definitely pray for those that have contracted it and those that are still suffering, and we don't want to uh, it to spread any further. So let's put St. Rock on it, huh? Born of a noble family. Now, tradition says he was miraculously born, get this, with a red cross on his breast. Uh, St. Rock gave all his fortune to the poor at the age of 20 after his parents died. In 1315, he assisted plague victims in several Italian cities, miraculously curing people with the sign of the cross. While helping the sick, he also contracted the disease. However, the saint survived after a dog, get this, a dog helped him in the forest as he was dying. The dog would bring him food and lick his wounds. He was later mistaken for a spy and spent the rest of his life in prison. Now, according to tradition, an angel appeared to St. Roxel after his death. The angel said that those who invoked his intercession would be cured of the plague that many were suffering from. And the prayer to St. Rock was, O blessed St. Rock, patron of the sick, have pity on those who lie upon a bed of suffering. And it goes on. You repeat it three times, St. Rock, pray for us, that we may be preserved from all diseases of the body. And guess what? Many different miraculous healings all over the place would happen. Even some of the guards, even some of the people that had thrown him into prison, when their families or they themselves would contract this disease and sickness, they themselves were healed after praying through the intercession of St. Rock. St. Rosalie might be another one uh, to think about. The Church knows little about her life. Her story begins 500 years after her death. But in 1625, the city of Palermo in Sicily, Italy, suffered a terrible plague. She appeared to a hunter, telling him to find her remains in a cave. She asked him to bring her remains into the city. Citizens processed three times, and her relics threw all of Palermo. The, um, uh, Palermo, excuse me. The, uh, the plague then miraculously ended. St. Rosalie became the patroness of Palermo, a uh, sanctuary stands where the hunter found her remains to this day. There's a prayer that is uh, people will, will pray to her. Father in heaven, we thank you for the communion of saints so that we can draw near to you through the prayers of St. Rosalie. Through her prayers, help us to remember that our destiny is heaven. Amen. Yeah, you know, friends, this is something I think we should get praying about. There's no question about it. Uh, again, it's not something that I think needs to be uh, panicked over uh, when it comes to the coronavirus. We're taking necessary precautions, just in general, for sickness. I know in the Diocese of Des Moines, I was able to receive uh, something yesterday on that and uh, from the diocese itself and to help us understand kind of what the diocese is doing to be able to take those necessary precautions at every Mass. Uh, I know we're not going to be exchanging the sign of peace. Instead, you know, a simple bow or a simple wave would be good to someone when you are exchanging that side of peace, as well as uh, different, uh, it's going to be left up to the pastors if they're going to be able to uh, serve the, uh, the blood of Christ from the chalice. Important, nonetheless, but uh, yes, we need to take necessary precautions. Uh, but yeah, you know what, friends, I think we do need to be praying right now, and praying for all of those that are suffering, for those who are uh, diseased, those who are going through different sicknesses and illnesses right now. Uh, this is something in a time of year that, you know, many people are suffering, especially the elderly, people that have I was reading the other day that the, the coronavirus is affecting most of the people that have already some kind of disease or some kind of struggle to begin with. Um, so, you know, people that have a pre-existing condition are 
at prone to uh, to contracting something like this and and not surviving it. So those people that maybe uh, are in our, our hospitals or nursing homes already uh, are elderly. They are people that we need to take uh, special precautions for to be able to keep them safe. But nonetheless, this is something that no one is going to gain anything from panicking over. But we've got some two great saints and, of course, our Lord on it to be able to help us in this. Uh, it is March 5th. Thursday, John Lee Nettie in the morning, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Friends, there's a new movie that's going to be coming out here soon I wanted to tell you about. It's called Fatima. Uh, you can watch this Hollywood movie trailer by going to churchpop.com. Uh, it is looks to be pretty awesome. It's going to be in theaters April 24th. I'm excited about this. The independent Hollywood movie studio Picture House dropped the Fatima movie, uh, and they, they brought it out Ash Wednesday, the trailer itself, the film follows the miraculous story of the three Fatima children, Lucia, Jacinta, and Francisco. Uh, Our Lady appeared to them several times, as we know, in 1917 in Fatima, Portugal. And the shrine of Our Lady of Fatima, Portugal, um, is uh, shows why it's still possible for humanity to believe in this divine intervention. Even in our contemporary world, there is still miraculous healings that are taking place there, and many people. There is a what the Church calls a cult of devotion around this all throughout the year. Uh, many pilgrims will travel to Fatima. I was even talking to a priest yesterday about possibly going there uh, in the coming years. The film leads us to reflect that 100 years later, the light of God, that the Virgin Mary shined upon Francisco, Jacinta, and Lucia, still lights the way for those who commit to a life of faith in the gospel, the director says. You can watch the powerful trailer at churchpop.com. That's churchpop.com. I think it would be an interesting one for us to be able to go see. I know I'm definitely going to be going to see it and support it as well. But coming out again April 25th. All right, friends, when we come back in the second half hour, we're going to be talking to Kendra Von Esch. Uh, She is a speaker, radio host, podcaster, vlogger, and author, she's doing a lot, but we're going to talk about forgiveness this morning and why it is so important in our world today. As we get Chris Magruder on uh, right now, Drew and Davis also going to be coming up with your maroon moment in the uh, second half hour. I think we might have Chris Magruder. Do we got her yet, Deacon Tony? There we go. Hi, Chris. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing fine this morning. What have we got coming up on your show? Very good. Hey. Before I tell you what we have coming up on our show, I just have to tell you, you were talking about, you know, these different saints, but I have a little book called The Wonders of the Holy Name, and it talks about how in 1432, there was a bad plague going on in Lisbon, Portugal, and people (laughs) were falling dead everywhere. I mean, literally in the streets and churches, and they were talking about how how the disease flashed like lightning from one person to the next, and animals and everything, and the um, bishop, the local bishop said, Everybody start writing the name of Jesus and say, Jesus, Jesus, have it on your lips. Put Jesus, Jesus written under your pillow, in your coat. And very shortly, the plague diminished. So I thought, oh, I've got to share that. i got to share that with John and the listeners because I was just telling some other friends about that. I said, let's just start keeping the name of Jesus on our lips and under our pillows and in our coats. And isn't that cool? Fascinating. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah, you bet. Okay, so today we have Danielle Bean on. She's author of, I've had her on a few times, she's great. She's the author of Giving Thanks and Letting Go, and she's basically going to talk to us today about emptying the nest and what it's like as a parent to do that and how to do that well. And so um, I think listeners, especially my age, are going to appreciate that because it, there are times when it's hard, but she's really 
cute with a lot of her anecdotes and kind of funny and shares some stories for how she's done that and um, what it's been like to raise eight kids. Awesome. Now that's coming up this morning at 9 o'clock, 9 o'clock in the evening. You can check out Catholic Women Now at iowacatholicradio.com. They're all podcasted there, so you can check out that. Anytime, go back. Maybe you can binge listen to them if you've got a long uh, trip ahead of you. Chris Magruder, Julie Nelson. Talk to you soon, Chris. Thanks. Have a great day. God bless. All right. Again, Drew and Davis coming up in the second half hour. Kendra Von Esch coming up as well. We're going to talk about forgiveness and what perfect time to be able to forgive those in our lives that maybe have hurt us. Maybe those people that have hurt us the most uh, here during this Lenten season. John Lee, Nettie, the morning. Don't go anywhere, friends. It is Thursday, March 5th. Thanks for joining me today. And a big thank you to Dean Bell for underwriting the show. Residential re-roofs for 30-plus years now. A man who knows that above business, though, is faith. A man committed to running his business with Christian values. Yes, yes, even in the cold. And as it gets warmer, he gets busier and busier. He said he's never been booked like he's been these last couple years through the winter months. Like he has been. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger. 963-4494. Residential re-roofs. That's 963-4494. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds and to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which one of you would hand his son a stone when he asked for a loaf of bread, or a snake when he asked for a fish? If you then, who are wicked, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give good things to those who ask him? Do to others whatever you would have them do to you. This is the law and the prophets. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus seems to challenge his disciples to be not only confident in their prayer, perhaps even daring. God takes delight in our prayerful approach to him, plus all too often we don't even know what we need and want from him until we begin praying. Then his generosity toward us is to be reflected in our own action toward others, which is brought to perfection in his commandment to love others as he loves us. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. When it comes to your home, Golden Rule puts your mind at ease with the Gold Club. Two high-performance system checks, a plumbing inspection, no trip charges, and you get to jump ahead in line. Don't get stuck freezing this winter when your furnace won't work. Golden Rule will make it to every Gold Club member's home. Home is where your heart is. Protect it with Golden Rule's Gold Club membership. I'm Bobby from Golden Rule, where we deliver respect, understanding, loyalty, expertise, and service every time you call. We have a standard and we prove it. Online at GoldenRulePHC.com. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee Nettie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. It is Thursday, March 5th. Uh, second half hour, Kendra Von Esch is going to be on. Kendra 
has been on the show a couple times before. Today we're going to talk about the theme of forgiveness. She has uh, got a great story behind that as well. And, you know, folks, it's Lent. What better time? What better time to be able to uh, forgive those people in our life that maybe are in need of forgiving in this time of year? And that's uh, a challenge for every single one of us. So we'll have Kendra Von Esch coming up uh, at about 7.45. Drew and Davis with your Maroon Moment as well. All right, let's get to it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Outside of the Mercy One studio here in Silvis for the second evening of the parish mission tonight, one of those back-to-back missions through the week. Thanks for your prayers. Let's go to Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. Sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, Mark. Well, good morning, John. How's everything out in Illinois? It's doing just fine. I think we're going to have another nice day today. Well, good. We're going to have a little bit of wind here in central Iowa. As a matter of fact, they have warnings up because of the wind. So I don't know if you're going to get it that bad there, but uh, we are here. I haven't heard anything about wind, but that uh, that definitely could be happening. I, I know they're going to get to about mid-50s today, which is fine with me. Sure. Well, you know, I had a little incident in Council Bluffs, <clears throat> excuse me, on uh, on Tuesday night, <clears throat> and uh, you can probably tell now. My voice is still uh, coming back from that, but uh, yeah, I gave up my voice for Lent, at least part, at least for one night. <laughs> well, now you, you, when that happens, you you have a pretty good uh, go to. What do you, what do you do? Honey and and what? Tea. I'm I'm sipping it right now as I choke on it. Tea and honey, yeah. Yeah, hot yeah tea that's your, honey, that's your recipe tea. right there. I go to mint tea. Mint tea has always done it for me. It, it kind of brings the voice back. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just in my head. But, uh, yes, I, I, I will take the mint tea. But I've never put honey in it, so I might have to try that sometime when I get a little hoarse. Yeah, they all have different antidotes for it. I don't know if uh, Deacon Tony's on mic or not, but uh, he's he probably lost his voice or had that happen when he's out singing. Has that happened to you, Tony? There has been several times where, yeah, the throat has gone south, and it's a long night. <laughs> it's a long night. Yeah. I bet it is, man. Well, that that would not be fun. Thank goodness for backup singers, and I happen to have uh, my sidekick, Mr. Mike Swaim, had to pull me through or pull us through on a Tuesday go. night. But uh, things are coming back. It's just laryngitis, nothing else. Just had a yeah. little cold that uh, turned into laryngitis. That's it. Stay healthy. It just sounded bad, yeah. Okay, well, we'll try to gravel through this right now, John. Right now in Des Moines, we do have uh, cloudy skies at the Mercy One Studios, 43 degrees, uh, west-northwest wind at 10 miles per hour, and today we have a wind advisory until 6 o'clock tonight, uh, and there's a high fire danger uh, for areas south of Interstate 80 all across the state, so southern Iowa under a fire danger because uh, throughout the day we'll have gusty winds, a high of 51 degrees, northwest uh, winds gusting at 25 to 35 miles per hour throughout the day, but uh, extreme gusts up to over 55 miles per hour, and that's why we have the fire danger and the advisory. Uh, tonight, mostly cloudy. It'll still remain windy, overnight low of 28 degrees. And then on Friday, mostly sunny, less windy, and a high of 50 degrees. Weekend looking pretty good. 
partly cloudy with highs in the upper 60s. Well, in the news on this uh, Thursday morning, well, state officials are asking Iowans who've recently been in areas where uh, coronavirus has spread to self-isolate for 14 days. Now, K- Dr. Caitlin Padati, the state medical director, says that means avoiding close personal contact with other people. Dr. Padati states staying home from work and school and not attending large gatherings or group events. Now, this is this advice for Iowans who've recently been to China, uh, Hong Kong, Iran, Italy, Japan, and South Korea, and self-isolation is defined as trying to stay at least six feet away from other people. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Last night, AHL Hockey, San Jose defeated the Iowa Wild, who remain in second place by the score of 5-1. to one. And last night in NBA G League Basketball, the Iowa Wolves defeated Northern Arizona by the score of 138-131 to 131 down uh, in Phoenix. Tonight, men's college basketball, the first round of the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament down in St. Louis. Illinois State takes on Drake, and they'll tip off at 6 o'clock. And today at the Girls State Basketball Tournament, it's semifinal Thursday, and uh, the big schools get underway this morning in Class 5A. The 10 o'clock game, area schools involved. Johnston taking on City High of Iowa City and Waukee battling Waterloo West. And the uh, 1.30 game has a North Polk Ballman taking on a Dyke New Hartford. That'll be in Class 3A. Today, there's no Dowling Catholic varsity sports or activities scheduled. Our next high school basketball broadcast will be next Wednesday, March 11th, at the Boys State Basketball Tournament. We'll have first-round coverage as Dowling, the number seven seed, taken on second seed at Cedar Falls, pregame at noon, and the Dowling boys will tip off at 12:15 from Wells Fargo Arena. And we'll have the call next Wednesday right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Currently at the Mercy One Studio in Des Moines, 43 degrees, a west-northwest wind at 10 miles per hour. And today it'll be mostly cloudy, windy, a high of 51 degrees, gusty winds over 55 miles per hour. We have a wind advisory until 6 o'clock tonight. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Thursday morning. John Leonetti Show coming up. Jimmy Olson, he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. We do have an accident, I-235 eastbound at 73rd, the 73rd 8th Street exit. That has uh, traffic backed up on 235. So as you're making that drive in from the West Mixer to downtown, 21-minute drive. So if at all possible, maybe you want to uh, jump over to University or over to Grand Avenue to make that uh, drive into town. Uh, coming in from the East Mixer to downtown, that's an 8-minute drive on 235. Thanks to Builder Can Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Can has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. An important part of self-denial is obedience, even to people without authority over us. Today we celebrate Saint John Joseph of the Cross today. He was an Italian teen in the middle of the 1600s, when he joined a particularly strict group of Franciscans, John Joseph was quiet and unassuming, but his superiors recognized in him traits that would make him a great priest. So even though John Joseph had not asked to be ordained, 
he submitted to the will of his superiors, and he became a priest. Once a friar, God and the Franciscans continued to use John Joseph in positions of authority, despite the fact that John Joseph had little desire to fill them. Nevertheless, he served as novice master, guardian, and eventually provincial. Even when in these roles, John Joseph never rested on his authority or titles and was willing to cook and clean and haul firewood whenever his brothers needed him. John Joseph's self-denial was also present in the confessional, where he would spend long periods of time and take on numerous penances on behalf of the penitents who would visit him. We ask today, St. John Joseph, who died in, nine, excuse me, in 1734 and was canonized 100 years later, to pray for us. Amen. And a big thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting our saint of the day. A deacon right here in Des Moines, experienced in wills and estate plan, makes it easy on you because he does the work for you. That is 224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Let's go to your Maroon Moments right now. The Maroon Moment on Iowa Catholic Radio is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, where they obey the rules to live by online at goldenrulephc.com. All right, we got Drew in today. Uh, yeah, we do. How we doing, Drew? I'm doing all right. How you doing? I'm doing just fine, my man. What do we got coming up today at the Maroon Moment? Oh, we got a lot of stuff this week. All and, right. Uh, first off, People to People by uh, Mrs. Pomeran. There's 25.9 million refugees worldwide, and Iowa has many in our community that we try to resettle. And right now, for Catholic Charities Refugee Resettlement Program. We're trying to raise $5,000 to be able to resettle and help out the community of refugees in our own city. Very cool. Very cool. What do we got next? You know, that's an important thing, and especially right now, learning that uh, to be able to help and go out on a limb like that is, is huge. Uh, we got Art Club. Yeah, Art Club. Art Club is working on creating some uni- unique items for people to bid on at the Bash on Buffalo Road. Student artists are also working on a display piece for the Burbs art show at the end of March and set pieces for spring musical, The Little Mermaid. And this week he had Chris Magruder, Iowa Catholic Radio's Chris Magruder, speak to Utschidem students. Oh, yeah, he did. Uh, he came in and spoke to him uh, about the veil removed and explained how heaven and earth come together in the Holy Mass. Uh, ap- academic Decathlon. The academic Decathlon team will be competing in the state competition this Friday and Saturday in Waterloo. Twelve large schools from around the state qualified for this state competition and will be competing this weekend. So that's Sounds good, good to stuff, me. Yeah. Very cool. That's your Maroon Moment with yeah. Drew this morning. Thanks, brother. Thank you. The Maroon Moment on Iowa Catholic Radio is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, where they obey the rules to live by, online at goldenrulephc.com. All right, friends, when we come back, we're going to talk about forgiveness this morning, and what better time to do that than Lent. we got a great story from Kendra Von Esch, who's going to share that with us right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee and Eddie in the morning, right here on this Thursday, March 5th. And a big thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show, your full range of residential plumbing services right here in Des Moines, Iowa. 100% satisfaction guarantee serving Des Moines and the surrounding areas for more than two decades. Golden Rule, firm belief that the customer always comes first no matter what. Plumbing, heating, air conditioning services. Expect high-quality workmanship and professionals. GoldenRulePHC.com. That's GoldenRulePHC.com. When we come back, more right here on John Lee and Eddie in the Morning. Don't touch that dial. Your Maroon Moment is right now.
This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Thursday, February 27th. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. If you and your spouse have ever thought about becoming a sponsor couple, now is your opportunity to get involved. The next Des Moines Area Sponsor Couple Training is scheduled for Saturday, March 14th from 3 to 6 p.m. at the Catholic Pastoral Center in downtown Des Moines. This training is for any couple that would like to assist engaged couples preparing for the sacrament. Register for this training by calling Adam at the Diocese. Tune in to Making It Personal with Bishop Johnson tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Bishop will be visiting with Alex Kautsky, Executive Director of Catholic Youth Camp, to tell us more about their capital campaign, new cabins, sponsorship program, and more. That's tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. And speaking of Bishop Johnson, he wants to hear from you. Tell him how you've experienced God working in your life, and he may talk about it on an upcoming show. Just text 515-223-1150. That's 515-223-1150. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Lee and Eddie in the Morning is provided by Five Sons Naturescapes. Five Sons Naturescapes is a Catholic veteran-owned family company providing premium outdoor landscapes. Extend your living space outdoors with patios, pergolas, fencing, and retaining walls. Outdoor lighting is another way to enjoy your landscaping day and night. Five Sons Naturescapes will spend the time to understand your needs and create your perfect outdoor space. Learn more about Five Sons Naturescapes at fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app and iowacatholicradio.com. Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee and Eddie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today and every weekday morning that you come on board with me. As usual, we're having a lot of fun. As always, I'm outside of the Mercy One studio this time of year. <laughs> March is that time. So uh, thank you for keeping me in your prayer. I'll be home for a couple days. Uh, come home Saturday from Illinois here and uh, home until Monday when I take off again for Buffalo, New York for a parish mission. So please um, continue to keep me in your prayers. Um, all right, let's go to our next guest of the day. She's back on the show, a speaker, radio host, podcaster. What is she not? Kendra Van Esch joins me. Hi, Kendra. Hey, John. Thanks for having me again. How you, you doing? Just keep, you just keep getting busier and busier, don't you? Oh, and so do you. How, where are yeah. you in Illinois? Uh, Silvis, Illinois, right now. Oh, excellent. Cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. I, I uh, have you in my uh, prayers, as I do everyone else who's out there uh, working in the vineyard. It's a busy time this year. I definitely appreciate that, Kendra. Uh, let's talk about forgiveness. you got a story <laughs> of forgiveness. Uh, let's just get right to it. Let's get to the heart of it. Why is forgiveness so important to you personally? Well, for me, I went to confession after 26 years and received the forgiveness and mercy from God that I could never, ever have imagined would have been so beautiful, so 
peaceful. And that alone, I knew that I needed in my life. As I started down my journey, I kept falling. I thought, the more I came to the teachings of the church, the more I realized, oh my gosh, I have to change everything in my life. And yet, at that time of my journey, I thought I had to do it myself. I didn't realize how important God was in my life. However, I did know that that confession was critical. And every time I fell, and I fell into serious sin, I would run back to confession. So first, the forgiveness from God was so important. And then I heard, as I was learning my faith, learning the Bible, God says He's not going to forgive us if we don't forgive others. So that's where things started taking a little bit of a twist for me. I thought, oh my gosh, I need God's forgiveness. Clearly, I'm running to confession. Now I go to confession every week. If I you know, am a little bit busy, I go once every 10 days because I need that grace, and I need that beautiful sacrament. But how in the world am I supposed to forgive people that have really betrayed me, who I've really hated, one of them being my brother, who is an alcoholic and I've hated for decades. Another person was a man that I worked with who um, I just had total disdain in my heart. I actually had nightmares about the guy. I didn't like him that much, <laughs> that much. So I was struggling with forgiving others in a big way, but knew I had to. So that was a tough one. You had that issue? And, yeah, you know, of course. I mean, it's not, it's not something that goes away overnight either, Kendra. I mean, this is a process that you've really kind of plugged into. And, and if you don't keep it in check, regular confession, the sacraments, and, and continuing in prayer, it can come back. Yeah, praise God it hasn't, but I did, again, try to do it on my own. For months, I just kept praying, God, I forgive my brother. God, I forgive this guy I worked with. And, sorry, I've got a dog at the door growling. Um, So then I said, okay, God, what am I going to do here? Um, I cannot forgive. It was almost six months, and I still had that same feeling in my heart of, okay, I cannot forgive my brother. So I went to adoration. I knelt down and I said, God, I've got to give this one up to you. Because if you don't help me, I obviously need your grace here. And it took months. But slowly but surely, I started feeling different towards my brother. I would hug him at parties. And trust me, my whole family, including him, knew that I didn't like him. So when I started hugging him and I started telling him I loved him and then I I invited him over to my house, Everyone, <laughs> their mouths were wide open, like, what is going on here? I was even shocked how God was working to soften my heart to him. And now our relationship is a 180. He texts me now and says, hey, I'm thinking about you. Um, I love you. And so it's, it's insane how different um, my relationship is. And that has everything to do with the fact that I went to God. Incredible. I mean, you know, you could talk about forgiveness all day long, but you've got a story right there of what God has done. As you said, softened your heart and, and a heart that was, you know, made of stone toward your own your own brother. And and this is what the devil does, right? I mean, he, he seeks to divide us. And, and you probably had every reason in the worldly standard, uh, worldly ways to not forgive him. You probably you could tell the story over and over again and people would say, oh, yeah, no doubt you're in the right. He's in the wrong. Uh, but you didn't. You instead did something that God commands us to do, and that is you have to now go to, to me, and you have to forgive. That's the lowest bar that he gives us, 
to forgive one another. Amen. And you can't do it without His grace. And loving thy neighbor, as you know, the second greatest commandment, I think it's wonderful that there's two, because the first, loving thy God with all thy mind, body, soul, and strength, is critical to do the second one, which is love thy neighbor as thyself. Mm-hmm. Especially when they hurt you and they betray you, and that was what happened with my professional peer, and the nightmares were coming. I couldn't hear anyone with the same name without thinking of him and feeling this, you know, kick in my stomach. And then, slowly but surely, I started wishing him well, because you know what? We're all broken. Let's think about when we do something We trip up on our words. We say something that hurts someone, and we feel horrible about it, and we want to take it back, right? And we want that person's forgiveness immediately, and we can't control that other person's heart, but that's how I feel. All of us are just broken in some way, and we have to accept that sometimes it's not... We're all people. Um, Sometimes we're not perfect, (laughs) and we're going to say things and do things that are not going to be... Um, kind and loving. And so then I started actually wishing him well. I started praying for him. And now I, I don't have that feeling. And again, I tried, months I tried to do it on my own. So God will give you that grace, especially for that really painful, deep-rooted anger and resentment. And you're not kidding. Satan and the evil one wants us to be separated. I mean, devil means to divide. So that's what God is definitely helping us do is to mend those divisions with people in our lives. You've talked about your past life on this show before um, and and the struggles that you've gone through. Did you ever have a a difficult time forgiving yourself? Oh, yeah. So I kept going to confession for the same thing that I already confessed that I wasn't doing anymore. (laughs) And um, yeah, that was a tough one, especially when I kept falling in the beginning, not asking God to help me. And I was like, I can't believe I did that again. You are so pathetic, Kendra, how weak you are. And I'd crawl back into confession. And then I'd bring up ones that I hadn't committed again, because those were so bad that I just couldn't, couldn't believe that God would just forgive me after saying it in confession. And I was repentant. I didn't go in with I want to do this again, or I'm going to walk out of this, you know, confessional and do it. But one day, the priest in Persona Christi sensed that I was probably confessing something that I didn't do. So he asked me, uh, did you commit this sin recently? And I said, no, I confessed it months ago, uh, but I can't, I can't forgive myself. And so that's where he said, that, that Bible verse about forgiving others, also applies to you. Like, you need to let it go and let God love you. God is not the Almighty Punisher. He's the Almighty Lover, and He loves us in our weakness. He's drawn to us in our weakness, and the more we go to Him in those weak moments or after we fall, He's just like a big old daddy with big arms and saying, come to me, my child. I will make you well, and it's an amazing difference between my first journey, because I really was thinking, I have to live by these rules, and now I'm, oh, I just want to live to love you more and to be with you more and to pray with you more. It's such an amazing journey when we let God be God 
and open ourselves to his changes in our lives, his graces. It's amazing. What I love about your story, Kendra, the most is um, you're not just kind of pontificating. You're, you're talking about it from uh, real-life instances and what you've gone through and the healing that God has worked in your heart and continues to work in your heart. And I think that that is what most people can relate to, I think, more than anything. Um, I know you're going to be speaking uh, on forgiveness at, at uh, let's see, Immaculate Conception Parish in Charles City. That's March 22nd to the 24th. You'll be speaking three nights? Yes. My first parish mission. I know you awesome. do them all the time. I'm I'm really excited. <laughs> Very cool. Well, I'll keep you in your in my prayers for that. But then you're going to follow that with a talk at St. Patrick's Parish in Clear Lake on March 25th. Correct. Correct. I'm going to be spending a week in Iowa. Can't wait. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, you will love it. Um. And let's see. Your website is kendravonesh.com. KendraVonEsch.com, friends. You can go there, KendraVonEsch.com. If you're looking for something this Lent or next Lent to be able to bring her in uh, to talk about forgiveness, as I was saying before earlier in the show, this is the time that we can take a deep look in our own spiritual lives and see the people in our life that we need to forgive, perhaps the people or one person that we need to forgive the most. Kendra Von Esch, you always do a great job when you come on. Thank you so much, Kendra. God bless you. Safe travels. Thank you. You as well. That's Kendra Von Esch, everyone. And, of course, uh, going up there to Charles City and uh, there in Clear Lake. That'll be a treat for everyone up there. She's got a great story. Just a great story. That puts the show in the books, friends, here on this Thursday, March 5th. Be back on tomorrow. Thank you for tuning in today. Deacon Tony Valdez, would you give us your blessing? May the blessing of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit come down upon all of us to protect us and to bring us to his everlasting life. Amen. Amen. I'm John Lee Netty, friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Many a dream has died Like a tree planted by the water John Leonetti in the morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes And Blessman International